0: Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
2: And welcome back. Okay, so Marsha, uh, thanks to Maximum PC, which does their maximum tech Tech issue, they came up with the 30 technologies that changed everything from the dawn of civilization to present day. So if you had to pick your number one item in technology, what would that have been?
1: My number one technology? Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Uh... I gave you a whole break to think about it.
1: Yeah, I know. I, you know, there's, there's a lot of ones. Uh, batteries?
2: Batteries would be good, but in in their pick was the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good invention, you have to admit. 6,000 years ago in Mesopotamia, uh, they came up with the idea, what if uh, you stuck a pole in the middle of these two round things and use them to move heavy stuff? And they came wow, up with the Wow, who reel. would have thought
1: of that? Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're,
2: yeah. I mean, you know, you think about technology as only things that you plug in, you know, as we right. get used to those right. kind of things. Okay, how about the lever? The lever was invented 2,300 years ago. Hard Mm -hmm. to believe, isn't it? 2,300 years ago. Uh, which consisted of a pivot point, a fulcrum, and a stick of some kind. And the two-part machine applied force and it allowed you to lift things that, you know, you could never lift before by applying torque at the other end. So that was, so the lever, that was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, how about the incline plane? Remember the incline plane? That you, no,
1: is that like a rocket? No,
2: <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, well, it, it's, uh, it was moving...
1: Explain, help me with that.
2: All right. Well, it's moving heavy things up or down its inclined okay. surface. So, okay. you know, so like a rolling a wheel, you know, if you were able to move it, you, you think of a teeter-totter, kind of. Right. So, you know, things went up and down based on what that technology was. Now Kind of th- like
1: Sisyphus running the thing up the mountain. I got gotcha.
2: you. Yeah, what, whatever you just said. Uh, uh, spell that for me, will you please i can't yeah neither can
1: i <laughs> i'd have to google that
2: am <laughs> not even sure i can pronounce it um all right now i'm going to throw in one that was uh according to them five technologies that change nothing and i gotta agree with this one and i know you remember this because i'm pretty sure you had one of these Do you remember the q cat
1: well, you know my friend oh my goodness the QCAT. Yeah, friend my friend invented invented right? dave and dave matthews invented that yeah
2: well, sadly, it was the number one thing that did nothing for technology. Uh, <laughs> it distributed free barcode z- scanners to thousands of magazine subscribers. Uh, sold I magazine- remember. I, yeah. You know,
1: I still have them because, you know, to me it's you know part of my little technology archive.
3: <laughs> right.
1: And what it was, basically, for those who don't know, it was a barcode reader mm-hmm. in the shape of a cat. It was like a long cat, kind of like a fat pencil. <laughs> right. Like a cat yeah, right. It looked cat. like a cat, yeah. And if you subscribe to PC Magazine or any of the other magazines at the time, you, or if you were identified as a tech head, you got one in the mail. I got right. several. Right. And, but you know, bottom line, um, today we have QR codes, which is well, yeah, that was kind of the predecessor. Phone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But wait a minute, how many QR codes have you read?
2: Almost never. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Everybody, you know, it's like kind of my thing. Every time I talk to somebody, we're talking tech. How many QR codes have you held
2: up your phone? I see them all the time in magazines. Yeah, I see them.
1: And, you know, really, I don't want to put forth effort to read an ad. Right. And that's all it is. Yeah. And, you know, that's the fail. I have a QR code on my business card. And if you click to that, that, yeah, that will go to my uh, website. Okay. And all my links. So, yeah, that's a good application. But using it for advertising, I'm just, you know, I'm not a big fan.
2: The only time, I've used it a couple of times for, in auto magazines. Because sometimes when you use it in an auto magazine, it shows you a, a picture of a, a car, a future car or a test drive right, of right, car. Right, 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 right. You know, but that's about the only time I've ever really used it for anything. And uh, and But it was, I mean, the idea and the concept of the QCAT uh, was something that was very interesting. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably at the time that it came out, those that got to test it. Thought, oh, you know what? This is kind of interesting, and so that was that one. Okay, Uh, now we're 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 moving a little bit more into modern time. Let's see the pulley, the pulley, which was bringing the rotation of a wheel together with the torque force of a lever. Uh, Pulleys change the direction of force while giving the user a mechanical advantage. The result was you could pull it. You could do a ton of work with relatively little effort so and Mm -hmm. pulleys of course are still used today so Mm -hmm. uh pulleys that was a good one here's one that you'll like i've seen these before needle and thread (laughs) without a needle and thread our ancestors would have had little chance of survival in extreme climates uh they weren't able to sew things together so they would have died and you and i wouldn't have been here today apparently without a needle and thread
1: yeah, know, well, I think they had a lot more body hair, too. But
2: yeah, well, it could, have been, could have been a little warmer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how yeah. about, and be careful as I say this, Marja, how about the screw? The screw was one of the, one of the simple devices that were, you know, inserted to keep, needless to say, composed of an inclined plane wrapped around a cylinder or a shaft, and it gave the advantage of obviously being able to screw things in. So, you know, to keep things, devices together, like propeller, airplane, and helicopter propellers with just simple screws too. So those are those kinds of things. Uh, now, uh, the other one, here's one that didn't change technology, virtual reality. And yeah, they've experimented. you know, I
1: still haven't gotten into that second life thing. I'm sorry. It's just not done.
2: Yeah, well, you know, virtual reality, they've been talking about this forever. And mostly, you know, 3D gaming is about as close to virtual reality as you can actually get. But, you know, these things where you know, all these movies that we saw 10 and 15 years ago where, you know, you were going to put on this headset. And they were always, of course, if you remember, sexually oriented. You know, they fulfilled your fantasy as this gorgeous girl, you know, became part of your virtual reality. Well, that hasn't happened, so, you know, there, there's a... You, you keep,
1: know, and if anybody would know about it, you would, I right?
2: keep trying, you know. I keep testing this stuff. I don't understand it. So far, nothing has worked uh, at, at all. Uh, now, you wanted to add some of these, or you wanted yeah, to... Yeah, I wanted to that... add
1: a... Cu- well, no, I want the rest of yours, and then, oh, okay. you know, I, I have a few that I think should be added in.
2: Okay, so let's see. The uh, Let me skip forward. Not that some of these are interesting. For example, I'll just go quickly through these. The arch... You know, like as in a building, mm-hmm. the actual arch that allowed stone buildings to be more than two stories tall. Uh, so the way they arched a building, it allowed it to give have some certain kind of stability that uh, all the parts distributed in its tensile strength, you know, whatever it rested upon. So the arch was a big one.
1: And uh, that allowed the development of stiletto shoes.
2: is that right
1: well think about it right you got it's an arch i mean how else could you balance on those puppies that's
2: exactly (laughs) true that's very interesting that's what
1: i'm here for to add the other side
2: now here's one that created basically created our show they called it electricity you heard of that one
1: uh gosh yeah you uh, i i can fetch about my bill I know. You get yours free from God, so it's
2: okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I do. My solar, again, not exactly free, but uh, apparently uh, Michael Faraday created the first electrical generator. Nearly everything in the modern home uh, demands some kind of electrical charge. So um, we use that. Here's one I hadn't really thought much about. And it's funny, you know, when you talk about these technologies, you, you, you don't really think, because we do think in the sense of computers and iPads and iPhones and gadgets and such. These were the things that really started everything. Uh, controlled fire. If you have ever been, and I have been evacuated from my home because I live up in a... Um, you know, near a mountainy area where there is a lot of fire from time to time. Uh, well, controlled burns on, uh, you know, controlled fire burns has really helped firefighting and technology in firefighting. They, you know, they'll set a back burn to a fire or they'll control a fire to put out a fire. So it's kind of interesting. Um, okay. Now, well, now as long
1: a- as you're talking about fire, how about a phosphorus match?
2: A phosphorus match. That's a, that's a good one.
1: The original, the original mm-hmm. match. I mean, think about it. How how did you do fire before a match?
2: Right. Exactly.
1: Um, and that wasn't invented till 1910. So I'm just really curious how they lit things before that. Uh, uh, seriously. Th- they, think about it. How-
2: well, <laughs> oh, well, it's easy. They reach their arms out to the sun.
3: And no, when they right. got it close no, enough to the sun. no, do seriously, I mean, I don't Indians know. were
1: smoking stuff, and, and they well, were fire. obviously cooking food. Yeah. yeah. but how do they start it? You had to walk around with two rocks in your pocket?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> think about the way. It. So, the I mean, and it
1: wasn't before 1910 that they invented the match. So I think yeah. that that was an epic invention.
2: That is an excellent investment. Uh, not investment, invest, invention. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, here's one, again, one of the five that uh, actually didn't do anything. DRM. Which is the music management? Uh, uh, DRM what a has failed. Pain
1: in the butt. That oh yeah. Is.
2: Failed to prevent piracy among pirates, and instead makes it annoyingly difficult for ordinary users to play songs that they legally purchased. So DRM, that's one of their technologies that's certainly. Uh, by
1: the way, a little tip, yeah. which I got from Tony Bonjovi mm-hmm. when we were talking to him on a, on another show. Yeah. Um, if you Google, or if you go to drm-remove.com. Slash guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a guide for removing DRM protection and Tony Bon Jovi said that this tool, uh, which is a free download is safe and will work and really? it's very easy. And I went legal. through and yeah, and it's legal because you paid for it, right? right.
2: Exactly. Right.
1: So, um, it, that way you can easily put music from the iPad or whatever to your Archos or your Android, or whatever. -hmm. So there you go. You can remove it. It's at uh, drm-remove.com.
2: Okay. Um, So here's a technology to change. Nothing. Web portals. Long before I Google, uh, it was a way of uh, you know glut of search engines and online media companies that set up portals to go to different places. Instead, you know now all we do is we go to Google. Or we go to Bing, you know, depending, just to find things. But, you know, I had this conversation with my son the other day uh, saying, you you remember or you you don't remember, when we used to go to a website, we had to type in the – there was no Google. There was these long addresses that you had to type in, you know, www. Well, there was
1: Dogpile, if you remember, and Yahoo was one of the early – search right. engines as a matter of fact you and i whoa way back in the day at kbc mm-hmm. you and i had a major discussion on which was better yahoo or google right i'm you sure it's and... google
2: because <laughs> i just loved i've always loved google
1: but you know yahoo was there and originally was higher index so go figure
2: okay a few more of these when we come back some uh, all kinds of good stuff apps and such we got a lot of good stuff ahead don't go away
1: This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio. It's the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
4: If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 800- 833 Zero one one one.
1: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
2: And as always, thank you for joining us, 877-474-3302. Call us, we would love to talk to you. We never yeah, talk Yeah, right. To we <laughs> just talk to ourselves.
1: Well, there's no, but there's a lot of people, if you're following Hashmark Tech Radio mm-hmm. on Twitter... We have some very lively discussions going on, and uh, most of our listeners are wearing their aluminum hats. <laughs> and we've been talking about that on Twitter because, you know, the aluminum pyramid on your head really makes you a pure, pure
2: uh, uh, techie. I, tech. learned that. I learned that completely from you. In fact, why don't for those people who are maybe new to Twitter or maybe new to whatever, explain what hash mark Tech Radio means.
1: Okay, if you're on Twitter um, and you hash mark your tweets in other words use the pound sign then type tech radio people who are listening to our show live at the time will have a column open in tweet deck which shows every tweet that has the tech radio hash mark and that way you could hold a conversation it's like having our very own little chat room during our show we can talk to you while we're on the show Mm -hmm. um and a couple of people we had some great comments action j mentioned that msn home or yahoo home mm-hmm. are de facto internet portals right. for a lot of non-techies still interesting i mean that's okay. where they go that's where they go and uh matt senny wanted to know uh how about the transistor good point
2: it, Yeah, the transistor was certainly a good one we're not uh, I don't know if this is in their list but certainly should be if it wasn't. Uh, let's go to the uh, we'll go to their last five technologies that changed nothing. And
1: I I still have some yeah.
2: Okay. You'll like this web OS. According to them web OS changed nothing. The once great Palm released w, a web OS, a, a mobile OS. According to them, so revolutionary, would change the company's fortunes forever, however it put them out of business.
1: Well, it did not change the company's fortunes. No. But I will argue that to the point is that it was the first OS with pure multitasking.
2: Right. Well, it says, of course, we know that the HP released its web OS-based touchpad. And then, of course, they pulled that off the market.
1: But they're still developing
2: web yeah. OS. Yeah, we'll so, see. So you know, the, yeah, I that's... will
1: argue that because okay. I still think that there will be uh, s- things coming out that will have...
2: WebOS? WebOS, yeah. Okay, we shall see. Uh, next, and this one makes a lot of sense to us in the more modern world, integrated circuits. Without integrated circuits, we wouldn't pretty much have all the things that we have today, you know, the microchip. Uh, and that was probably a profound invention that, you know, integrated circuits compounded innovation. They brought together complex circuit design. And an integrated circuit, That you look at your computer board, you see integrated circuits. Um, how about artificial intelligence? That has actually... Mostly played well in the gaming world, because mm-hmm. when you're gaming with artificial intelligence and you're playing against another, you know, simulated human being who, you know, as we know from the IBM, when we had uh, Ken, oh gosh, what was his name from the uh, Jeopardy we had on the show?
1: Yes, um, the Jeopardy!
2: Yeah, champion. Ken, I, I can't remember his name right now. Ken Jennings, I think. Ken, uh, no, that was uh, the other one, Jennings. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, whatever, they, he was a great guy, and we, we talked to him on the air. And, of course, the IBM uh, computer, was it, I think it was the IBM, wasn't it a computer that beat both of them?
1: Yes,
2: yes. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so artificial intelligence has played big, you know, but it also, you know, it works in giving us driving directions and airplanes, you know, flying planes and all those artificial intelligent things that, you know, when you put a plane on, what do they call it, autopilot? You know, that's a form of artificial intelligence. And because it recognizes all the tasks that it's supposed to do and replaces the human to do those. So uh, that's one. Now, here's one I don't see how we could possibly live without. And they call it discrete technologies. How about glue?
1: Remember mucilage?
2: No. What was that?
1: Okay, come on. Remember, uh, I was watching Pan Am, that yeah. fabulous new ABC TV show. I like show. that show. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. Okay. And the guy was pasting pictures in a book okay. with a little bottle of liquid, and it had a rubber top. And when you push that rubber top down, it let da- let down a sort of glue, right, which okay. you would use solely for pasting papers together.
2: Oh, ah, interesting. Okay, I don't remember yeah. that name, but sure. Glue, then what became glue became super glue, and super glue became the thing that we glued our fingers together with. How many times have you glued your finger together with super glue? You know, the, the one technology that didn't work well is getting super glue out of the container because, ah. you know, invariably you got it on your fingers and then your fingers would stick together. Uh, you know,
1: what's interesting is now they use that in surgery now.
2: Oh, yeah, I understand that. Right, that they are using glue. Although I don't know if that I want to be glued together during surgery. But, I've okay. been
1: glued together.
2: That explains so much.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I have it's a been A lot glued of stuff together. leaks out
2: of that yeah. brain. They did it right on the top of your head, didn't they? You
1: know? uh, no, close. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Okay, how about the printing press? That would be important to you as well as other many writers in the universe. Uh, in 1440, a German goldsmith had the idea to adapt screw presses from the wine industry as a way of printing words on paper he molded letters and words out of metal and assembled them into the block of movable movable type that could be arranged quickly to print a single page of text and then uh, gutenberg's printing press was yeah, bible uh, you know, yeah uh exactly uh, he made Single his
1: big bucks on the bible
2: that's what i hear and then he sold them to people you remember the movie um, paper moon we were just talking yeah. about that the other day where they uh they took the bible and they went to people's houses where they knew someone had died and tried to sell the bible to them by saying that their dead husband had bought it and oh i'm so sorry but uh. i know your dead husband would have wanted you to have this so that <laughs> That's was the terrible. oh, oh uh, yeah great movie um, anyway the uh the gutenberg printing press would uh, which is actually pretty impressive you know considering how long ago it was single printing press could produce 3600 pages per work day that's a lot of um, that's a lot of yeah. stuff uh, yeah. okay and
1: Benjamin Franklin that was his business. he sold books he did. and publications that he was absolutely his, did his deal
2: now you said this at the very beginning uh, chemical batteries that was your right. pick that's electric right. battery was invented what year do you think the electric battery was invented
1: ooh, ooh, wow batteries the electrical the original mm-hmm. wow, I have no idea that probably goes way back
2: eighteen hundred Wow. But, but it was took 30 years for the first electrical generator, which was until 1836. Uh, but batteries, yeah. How could we live without batteries? No question about it. Uh, let's see. Uh,
1: I have a couple basic ones. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. How about the zipper? Duh. The zipper was a good one. Yeah, zipper was a good one in 1921. Yeah. I think that was kind of huge. Yeah. Um, the wristwatch.
2: Yeah, right? that's a good one. They didn't one.
1: have... They didn't have wristwatches until 1901.
2: Okay, they were all clocks or... or
1: yeah, strap the clock to your right. wrist. Yeah. Right? right? Which was uh, The Polaroid camera in
2: 1943.
1: Yeah. The fire extinguisher in... When do you think? That's a good one.
2: Fire extinguisher. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say 1885.
1: 1723. Wow, really? The first one sounds more dangerous, really, than the fire. It was a cask that held liquid and a pewter gunpowder chamber that connected to fuses. At the first flicker of flame, the occupant lit the fuses to ignite the gunpowder, which scattered the liquid retardant.
2: Interesting. Okay. That that was a good
1: one. You know, I mean, think about it. What would we do without all of that?
2: Now here's one that I think you're going to really like because I know I do. They called it radio. Between the discovery of the wireless telegraph in 1878 by British scientist David Edward Hughes and the first radio program broadcast in what year, Marsha? Who
1: 1870, well, the uh, whoa. First whoa. radio
2: broadcast. Uh,
1: 1950s, I would assume. 1954.
2: 1906. Whoa! The technology evolved rapidly from sending simple clicks and scratches to transmitting voice and music with surprisingly good fidelity. By 1920, news and entertainment broadcast had become commonplace. So, uh, radio. Thank, thank goodness for radio, right? Okay, now absolutely.
1: Now, wait, we've just got a couple minutes more in this segment. Okay. And I just wanted to fit in because it's a thing: space travel.
2: Ah, that was a good one.
1: And NASA, you know, I don't understand what's going on these days with NASA. Mm -hmm. It seems with the end of all their funding, they have got so much stuff going on for regular everyday people. Mm -hmm. If you Google NASA tweet ups, you can get invited to launches. You can get invited to all uh kinds of things. They have NASA TV 24 hours a day. On the internet.
2: Yes, I've seen it. And
1: you can see shots from uh, it's unbelievable. They have chats. They even have their own Wikipedia. It's not Wikipedia because there's a Wikipedia, but it's like a NASA wiki. And people are posting and talking. They are doing more right now to promote space than I think has ever happened before.
2: Yeah, it, yeah you're absolutely right. Uh, all right, now I'm going to say um, I want you to come up with this technology based on the movie I'm about to present. The Graduate. Now I know you've seen The Graduate. Yeah. And there was some. There was one line in that movie that is this most famous technology. You have any idea? No. You remember? Oh,
1: uh, plastics. We,
2: thank you. There you go. <laughs> that was the one line in The Graduate. Benjamin, one one word for you plastics so the invention of plastics was one of the great inventions of mankind uh we use it in you know pvc pipe i mean everywhere you go now you know in your house they replace copper pipes with pvc which seem to have lasted for a a much longer period of time we got a few more you know we're going to go to break in just a few minutes i only got a couple more of these and marcia do you have a few more you wanted to do
1: Oh, I could keep going on technology forever, but we have so much more to discuss. We Plus, do. you've got the Buy of the Week, which I is do. Epic. This is a different
2: one. Yeah, this is a different yeah, well, Buy don't of you, the sh-
1: Week. Sh- 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 don't tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anybody. Tell anybody. Uh, you know, I've got Big some secret. interesting
2: uh, medical technologies to talk about and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we've got good stuff ahead, and you're going to talk about what when we come back?
1: Uh, all kinds of things. I, good I
2: stuff. <laughs> I know. Yeah I, mean, yeah,
1: I got lots of stuff. You Wait, got lots all, of
2: good stuff. Pico huh?
1: projectors. There's something Pico new in projectors. the air on Pico projectors. Yeah, right. so. Well, that'll be better All right. All right.
2: Uh, a lot of the stuff. All right. We got also uh, And a couple of important ones that we'll talk about uh, technologies coming up. But the Buy of right, the Week no, coming but, up.
1: All righty. All right. More no, after the break. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Conan. We're on WS Radio the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
4: If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 800- 833 0111.